This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freakin'. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Warlord's birthday. And Warlord, I have a meme just for you over here. You're going to love this one. And no, it's not me. It's not me picking on Britain. I legitimately think you're going to love this meme. I think you're going to enjoy it very much. Just for you, old buddy, old pal, on your birthday. What are you doing to celebrate? You having a drink? You having a toke? What, what, what do you Brits do to celebrate your birthday? Guy Comet! RB, love your faces. Oh yeah, the woman uh, that claimed that she... <laughs> She disputed a ticket because she was driving in the carpool lane and she was pregnant. Uh, she she got her ticket dismissed, so good on her. <laughs> I love it. They didn't want to open those can of worms. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to acknowledge it's a person. I would love it if you got uh, Cancel Justin trending. Apparently the uh, the... Discord of the panel that I was on the other day, non-smokers, they really don't like me over there, and they really want me to shut up. <laughs> so Warlord is talking about a panel show, but I'm only I'm only going to do it if Warlord books the panel every week. So if Warlord books, I don't like I don't like how many people there's usually on a panel, like eight or seven. I don't like that. Give me four. Give me me and four other people tops. Me and three other people would probably be the best. Four is a little too much. Me and three other people. A panel of four. Because how, how, I know you find, and you do a great job finding stories. How, um, how much better would that panel have been the other night if it had been like, Non-smoker, me, Sansol, and somebody online. And not that is not to put, put radical leftist agenda down. She's been super cool to me and been super nice. I don't I don't know if it's I don't know if she's genuine or not, but I accept it. And I go I go to her stream and I play nice. <laughs> I'm not hating on women creators. I love several women creators. Uh, I recommend multiple of them. If you're watching on Twitch, there are multiple women creators that I recommend and host here on my channel, including Reg's Voice, including Feminist Critique, Polly People, uh, Ravana, uh, Riverboat Jack. I'm a big supporter of women. Same thing on YouTube. I don't. I don't think there's quite as many uh, uh, women featured on my YouTube. I apologize, but there are indeed women uh, recommended channels on my YouTube. Oh shit! I didn't even put. I was gonna save it for the. I was gonna save it for the freak show. Oh god, that's what Warlord wants tonight. Morgan. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know Nikki all that well, but she has been super cool to me. You enjoy it. You love this meme, don't you? For those of you listening to the audio, it is George H. W. Bush, Ronald Reagan, 
and Mikhail Gorbachev standing in front of the World Trade Center. <laughs> they all have red X's over their eyes, including the World Trade Center. <laughs> Everyone is now dead. Oh, they got the ultimate cancellation. <laughs> Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Are those X's on the correct floors? Oh, that would make it even better if they were exactly where the planes hit. I I, I don't know how you would determine that. A roundabout, they look about right. <laughs> May they rest in shit. I don't, I don't remember. Somebody came in last night. It wasn't it wasn't one of my my usual people that I love, like Mox or Sky Comet. But somebody was asking me, like, you know, really wanting me to uh, put down Gorbachev. And, like, I don't know enough. I don't, like, I can't point to, like, I'm, I'm sure he was a bastard. I'm sure he was a bastard. But, like, I don't know enough to point to something. And, like, I want to make it okay. You actually forgot Bush did. Was it, what, like, wasn't that with Trump and, and George W. at H.W.'s funeral? Or was that McCain's funeral? Like there was a thing going on. But I think it might have been Daddy Bush. It might have been both funerals. No, 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 no. Like Trump showed up at McCain's funeral and he wasn't invited. I think he made an ass out of himself at uh, HW's funeral or some shit. But then like uh, uh, P. Bush. What the fuck is his name? Is it George P. Bush? Is his name George? He uh, he's a Trump supporter, and he's trying to get some traction with the with the Trumpistas. We're gonna talk about Trump tonight, just a little bit. You know, we have to. We got to touch on it. Uh, the DOJ had a filing last night in response to the request for a special master, and apparently uh, laid out four different crimes that we're investigating him for. We're gonna hear about all that. Uh, Senator Ron Johnson has admitted that the fake elector. And the fake elector scheme worked for him. Uh, let's see. We're going to hear from Kim, Kimberly Guilfoyle. That's going to be fun. A woman is suing Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Apparently her brother was a Marine that died in Afghanistan. And uh, Alec Baldwin donated to whatever fundraiser she was holding. And then Baldwin found out that she was at January 6th and put her on blast on the internet. <laughs> oh, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. You know, I, I touched on this uh, a week or two ago. Uh, right-wingers have been focused on the Boston Children's Hospital, and it finally happened. A bomb threat was phoned in last night, and I'm going to show you exactly the type of rhetoric you can you can trace that bomb threat back to police have released body cam footage in an Ohio shooting apparently they shot a man dead in his bed in Pennsylvania multiple Republicans have now endorsed the Democratic candidate for governor wait till you hear what the GOP candidate did (laughs) It's of all the things that GOP candidates could do, though, like, 
it's 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 not as bad as I would have thought it was. Plus, heat wave sweeping the west coast. Uh, August was a historic month for the fact that there was no named U.S. hurricanes. We're getting ready to see a rare triple dip La Nina. Plus, we're going to talk about the drop in life expectancy here in the U.S. Jamie Foxx, Trump, and Fred. Oh, shit. I don't know that I've seen Jamie Foxx do a Trump impression. Yes, Henry Kissinger is still alive. Dustin, thank you for being a freaking sub. Freaking subby. You are awesome. Trying to catch back up on the messages I missed. Uh, or do you mean how fucked up is the Republican candidate that they would support a... Because the, the, uh... Fuck, what's his name? Shapiro. Something Shapiro is the gubernatorial candidate in Pennsylvania who's basically just going to ride Fetterman's coattails to the governor's mansion. (laughs) That's pretty much what's going to happen. But, uh, it's something Mastriano did actually got the Republicans to turn on him. Amazingly enough, I would have thought it would have won him more support with the Republican base. Not Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is not running as a Democrat in Pennsylvania for the governorship. What is that dude's name? Oh, Warlord told me to get back to the news. Did I get back to the news when I did that? What is this fucking dude's name? Uh, Josh Shapiro. He is the current Attorney General of Pennsylvania. He is the Democratic candidate. And uh, apparently, uh, he's a little more on the um, COVID truther side, so... Oh, I'm totally watching this here in a little bit. David Doyle is good people, too. Just just to make mention of that. Here's what we're going to start off tonight, though. Uh, We should already have the results in. I'm surprised Warlord did not even mention it. The Alaska special election. Alaska to release results of special election with Palin and Peltola locked in a close race. The results were supposed to come down at 8 p.m. Eastern, which, as you guys know, was 11 minutes ago. Today, Alaska is set to release the results of its special election to fill a vacant House seat with Democrat Mary Peltola locked in a close race with former Governor Sarah Palin. The election was August 16th, the state's first rank-choice voting contest. After a 15-day waiting period required by state law, the results will be announced. Did they did they update this? Is this live? Come on, what the hell? Do we have the results, Washington Post? I thought the page I was on was just automatically going to update. The results should have been released eleven minutes ago. Let's go Palin Palindrome. That's not what I wanted.
Oh, come on, give us, give us, uh... Still expecting results, expecting results. Oh my God, this is going to drive me crazy. I want to know. So this could actually be a house seat pickup for the Democrats. Now, this is the special election. The special election, it will be to fill the remainder of the term. So it's only going to be three or four months in the house. And then in November is the election for who is actually going to be seated come January. I want to know. I want to know who won because this this race is a national spotlight on the idea of rank choice voting, a, a concept I'm very much behind. Inside the novel voting system that could sink Palin's comeback bid. Alaska's experiment with rank choice. Here, let me pull this up a little bit for you guys. Make it a little bigger here. There we go. Alaska's experiment with ranked choice elections will determine whether Sarah Palin becomes a member of Congress on Wednesday and advocates of the system are already plotting where to expand it next. Though ranked choice elections can take time to see a winner declared because every vote must be counted in some jurisdictions before retabulation begins, Alaska's about to decide uh, about to be decided special election was held more than 2 weeks ago with mail ballots filtering in slowly since then. It's pretty simple. On the front end, voters rank candidates in order of preference instead of just picking one. If no candidate receives a majority of first place votes, the remaining ballots are reallocated from the lowest performing finishers to second or third choices until one hopeful secures more than half of the vote. The system becomes a f- uh, became a favorite of election reformers looking for ways to boost uh, less extreme office seekers in Alaska. Ranked choice voting has opened the chan- uh, opened the chance that the bomb throwing conservative Palin could lose the state's special house election. What the fuck is with her and ugly glasses? I, maybe that's a maybe that's a choice. I was I was talking to my buddy earlier today. He wears those uh, serial killer glasses. Or for those for those of you that might be wrestling fans, those are those Arn Anderson glasses. GOP leaders endorse Democrat for Pennsylvania governor after Republican candidate seen wearing a Confederate uniform. Now, when I first read the headline, I'm like, okay. Dude was at a, you know, a Civil War recreation or blah, 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 blah. No, 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 <laughs> The slew of endorsements comes days after Reuters reported that Doug Mastriano posed for a photo while wearing a Confederate uniform in 2014. Several Republicans in Pennsylvania are throwing their support behind a Democratic candidate for governor after photos surfaced of far-right GOP nominee Doug Mastriano wearing a Confederate military uniform. At least 16 Republican leaders have announced their endorsement for Democratic gubernatorial candidate Josh Shapiro days after Reuters reported that Mastriano posed for a photo wearing a Confederate uniform in 2014 while he was an instructor at the U.S. Army War College. According to Reuters, Mastriano posed alongside 20 other faculty members, six of whom were also dressed in historical garb. Okay, that changes it a little bit. 
Reuters added that the Army War College took down the photo when reached for comment, saying it does not meet AWC values. Shapiro capitalized on this, tweeting out Doug Mastriano wore the uniform of traitors who fought to defend slavery on official grounds of the U.S. Army War College. The college condemned him, saying this does not reflect our values. It's deeply offensive and proves who he is once again. He's unfit to be governor. Where's the picture? Where's the... What, 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 what? I got the picture. I got the picture. <laughs> why, why didn't People Magazine include it? Let me let me get the the full picture. Let me get the the full one. I got one that was because I was cutting them out for a thumbnail. I got the one that was zoomed in. So let's let's take a look at the the full picture of what it actually looks like. I don't want to I don't want to misjudge somebody. Okay, see, I'd only seen, like, it was zoomed in to here. But, like, when it said others were dressed in historical garb, I didn't see that. Also, I didn't see this dude wearing the short shorts. But this dude over here is indeed also wearing some kind of historical garb, but I don't know what... Like, he looks like he's going to the Renaissance Fair. I... I... <laughs> yeah, good on them, Mox. Indeed, People Magazine calling him out. He is indeed far right. He's a far right nut job. Barry Cousins saying Palin lost. Hell yeah, that is a seat that would flip Democrat then. See if we can get a update. Still nothing official, but it would trickle in on... Uh, Farron Cousins is a pretty reliable source. It does trickle in on Twitter first before it reaches the news sites. Uh, Biden, once again. Uh, Dark Brandon really is taking over. This motherfucker, uh, apparently he likes the meme... Exactly, Mox. He doesn't usually just troll. He's usually a pretty good source. Uh, Biden apparently really likes the dark Brandon meme. <laughs> and since then, like, he's he's been, like, uh, throwing it back at reporters and actually calling Republicans fascists. So, good on him. Here he is calling out MAGA Republicans on January 6th and attacking the FBI. If you won't condemn what happened on the 6th, don't tell me. Can't do it. For God's sake, whose side are you on? You can't be pro-law enforcement and pro-insurrection. You can't be a party of law and order. But you can be anti-law enforcement and anti-insurrection because I am. 
and call the people who attacked the police on January 6th patriots. President Biden also made a... I mean, it's just like Rush Limbaugh said. As a conservative, it's getting harder and harder to not look like a kook. Son, that's that's been a thing for longer than I've been alive. Oh, conservatives looking like kooks. So, did you guys see the picture of the evidence retrieved from Mar-a-Lago? I got that one over here, too. (laughs) That gaudy carpet. Representative Jim Jordan's judiciary Twitter account finds threat in pic of docs at Trump home. The 36-page filing described how Trump and his representatives did not hand over classified materials at the property. The House Judiciary... By the way, I would like to point out that uh, Jim Jordan helped cover up the sexual assault of students at Ohio State University. The House Judiciary Committee Twitter account, which lists Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio as its ranking member... Oh shit, oh shit, we have confirmation of uh, 51.5% of the vote for, God, I forgot her, uh, what was her name again? Non-smoker, what's up? Mary Peltola. Mary Peltola wins Alaska House special election, defeating Republican Sarah Palin. A House seat has now flipped to the Democrats. But this is just to complete the term for the rest of this year. Uh, The election in November will determine who is seated in January. Non-smoker, call in. Hop in the Discord. Whichever which, whichever one works for you, my friend. Hop in the debate freaking channel. Not high enough for this shit. While we wait on non-smoker to hop in, I gotta go turn the potatoes off that are cooking them. I miss time dinner tonight. Am I even in the voice chat? Hold hey. On, hey, man, what's going on? What's up, man? Not a thing. What's going on with you? Are you on stream right now? Just streaming. Oh yeah. Hope you're having a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm a little perplexed. I'm not really sure where to start, but I you, feel like maybe, what are you perplexed maybe, by? This is interesting. Uh, you, in a general sense. How am I perplexing? Well, I feel like. You know, when I initially asked you to come into the Discord and do the panel, uh, I was actually pretty happy with the panel. I thought, you know, listen, I don't, I wouldn't agree with the things you were saying, but I felt I don't know why they were correct. No, they're they're like hilariously wrong. But 
you know, like what uh, specifically? What was hilariously wrong? Well, I mean, to be honest, most of your arguments were just you like screeching that everybody's an idiot because they don't want to vote for Biden. No, no, that was not. That's a straw man right there. Okay. Well, what, how well I I called dude an idiot for saying that Jimmy Dore would get ten percent of the vote. That is an idiot right there. Like, and straight off the bat, like when I heard that, and that was within what, like ten minutes of the of the panel. When I heard that, I'm like, wow, this dude is just absolutely useless. No one is going to learn anything. We're not going to accomplish anything. Because someone that believes that Jimmy Dore can get 10% of the vote in a presidential election is just a complete dumb fuck and not worth my time. Can you agree with that? That's what I find. No, I'm not even saying Jimmy Dore should run third party or anything like that. But what I find odd about you is the fact that you're totally comfortable saying that to someone. Yes! You're going to get all butthurt on my Discord about like a meme that you... I didn't get butthurt. How do you reconcile those two things? I didn't get butt hurt. You, you getting a sandy vagina because there's. I did not get a, a sandy vagina. No, 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 no. I felt that your you... little your little meme uh, was was insensitive to people that have anxiety issues, especially when we have such a high suicide rate when it comes to sandy freshmen vagina. in college. Sandy vagina. That's what I said exactly. How is that having so a sandy what, vagina? What, what, you are an educator. You told me you were an educator. Yeah, I know exactly, man. So you showing an indifference to people? You had a meme. How am I? I'm trying to explain to you. You had a meme in which you, as an educator, seemed to show an indifference to uh, uh, a issue that is a big problem on college campuses, which is suicide among. I know you're very high. Let me let me say this clearly, so it gets through to your fucking thick head. You're getting very uh, upset, and you think I'm sensitive. Say, no, now that's the part where you shut your fucking mouth. You're, you're talking about Sandy Vagina here, and you're the one with the Sandy Vagina, dude. Have some fucking self-awareness. I'm so badly in life, because you don't stop to listen at the part that you need to hear. How am I doing so badly in life? Well, I don't know. I thought failed radio host was not like a- How I'm not a failed radio host, dumb shit. Okay, well, what would you call yourself? I own my own business. <laughs> That's how. Look, look, look at my graphics and shit, dude. Look how good they are. People pay me top dollar to do audio video work for them, and I work for myself doing it. I am quite successful. Well, sounds like cope, but that's the reason why I am able to uh, do a stream and say whatever the fuck I want. Because you can't, you can't cancel culture me. I make my own money. You're not okay with other people saying whatever the fuck they want in their own Discord. How am I not okay with it? Because you start bitching about it, which indicates not being okay with it. You're you're saying a critique of your meme is me bitching. Did you not think it was constructive criticism? Not at all. No, you're like... Why not? You started going into this whole whiny thing about, how are you a teacher? Oh my God. Dude, do you have any idea like how many kids I've worked with and how much... I don't care. I don't care. This is an appeal to false authority. You guys are really fond of fallacies. No, to you who has no experience doing anything like that, you're allowed to just say that. But when you get challenged on it, then you turn into a bitchy little... How are you challenging me? You still have not addressed... Everybody's making fun of my hair. I don't care that anybody made fun of my... Once again, I didn't care that anybody made fun of my hair. I was just pointing out that's all you guys got. 
You keep telling me I'm stupid and it, the things I say are wrong, but all you've got is like, oh, you're a hippie and angry and you haven't brushed your hair. And you're like sitting there posting shit about like, you know, posting articles about uh, uh, therapy. Do you know what cognitive behavioral therapy is? Do you have any idea? I have a general idea. Why? Without Googling it? Explain to me what it is then. What did I get wrong? I'll explain. It's very simple. CBT is a form of therapy where the therapist teaches clients to reframe life situations that give them an anxiety response, right? So the benefit of CBT would be for a kid who has anxiety, they're too anxious to go to class, would be teaching them that since going to class is, you know, not dangerous, teaching them how to learn ways to sort of deconstruct the situation to say, hey, it's not dangerous. The worst thing you can do for someone with anxiety is enable them to be more anxious by saying like, oh yeah, uh, I know you're really scared about walking down the hallway and you should be. So you shouldn't have to go. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, nobody's saying that, but you don't treat them like, hey, little buddy, man up. People used to die in war, which was what your fucking meme said. No, but, but Justin, they posted that on us. First of all, it was I screen capped from someone else's subreddit but that post was on a subreddit for a college. It's not like that kid was going to a therapist or going to a teacher, confiding in someone. He's going to a public forum. So naturally, people are going to rip on him if they think it's a little ridiculous to be afraid to go down the hallway. Okay, so it's okay to rip on a dude with anxiety, but not a fucking idiot that talks about Jimmy Dore getting 10% of the vote. You guys are really selective. Uh, well, I, I could say the same in reverse to you. What, what How? No, what I'm suggesting, Justin, is that it's not a huge deal to me that you call anybody an idiot. Like at the end of the day, that was the fun of the panel, but you're getting upset about the memes. So I'm trying I'm to, I'm not upset. Okay. Well, you obviously did. I mean, that's what this you're whole thing no, 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 no. You're trying to straw man me as a way to, to, to make yourself seem morally superior. I wasn't upset. I was pointing out something about it. You're saying, I'm not is it not a fair critique? Did it? Hold on. Hold on, dude. Was it not a fair critique? No. You don't think it was a fair critique? No. And nobody else did. To say, man up, little boy. People used to die in war. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, it would be... You think war is admirable? Okay, well, first of all, that's a whole different discussion, but can I just say this? And then, and then, as I pointed out, people that go to war come back really fucked up. So the, 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 the whole thing just didn't make sense to me. Just gotta... Okay, can I finish? So... It would be insensitive to say that to a kid who's confiding in you or a kid who's in therapy or even a person who you know is mentally ill. Oh, but just some rando on the internet. It's okay to fucking to, to bitch at him. But a random person on the internet posting in a public forum is literally opening themselves up to that. That's how this works. That's, you know, all those people you make fun of. And so, yes, yes. And you're upset about me bullying the people in your discord. You're just being be, be, because you're butt hurt. I called you out on bullying a kid with anxiety. Wow, dude! It gives you the moral high ground to be selectively sensitive about this stuff. I don't think you're I'm sensitive, and I am a bully warlord. I will agree with that. Look at me. I'm such a good guy. I I feel bad for the kids. How how could you do that to kids? And it's like, bro. I'm well, I'm not the I'm not an educator, dude. Like I can come on here and bitch and call people. I'm reposting a meme in a private Discord. And I committed my fucking life to helping kids. I don't believe that. I It's what I do for a living. 
I I always hate it when people like make these personal appeals to me. I mean, like I can't, I like I can't verify what you're saying, right? Me, you've done nothing but make the personal appeals to me as to why it was an offensive meme. How, dude? Because you've been suggesting that I'm personally mean and personally reprehensible as a teacher. No, I just worry about an educator who would seem to be that insensitive, especially when suicide is such a huge problem. You're challenging me on a personal basis, and I'm telling you, I've committed my... Well, I believe that would be a professional basis, wouldn't it? Uh, there's actually significant overlap between the two. No, that's yeah. yeah you're taking it personal. Uh, basically, allows you to be an adult child and make graphics of trolls flying around. Huh? Is that professional or personal? Is your is your Twitch channel professional or personal? Personal. Okay, you don't think there's any overlap between those two things? I don't know what you. There is no overlap between the company that I never mentioned on this stream that makes me money. No. Your career in radio, was that a personal or professional thing? Professional. Okay. You don't you didn't put any personal stock into that. It wasn't like that was something you wanted to. I mean, listen, maybe not. I'm lucky that I've chosen a job that's also like a personal passion of mine. I, I completed the program I work in. Okay, do you want a fucking cookie? No, I want you to get through your fucking head that when you say shit like that, like, oh, you must not care about kids, it's... it's I did, did, where did I fucking say that? I said the meme gave me a little concern about a uh, uh, an educator showing an indifference to kids with anxiety disorders. You're playing... And I think, that is, I think that is a fair criticism, and you got Sandy Vagina over it. No, I, I listen, I didn't get upset at all until yeah, you, you did. Dude, you you begged me to come on your stream earlier while I was getting ready for this stream. Now you're in here fucking crying. Oh my god, you I, called I, me I, out. I, okay. If you, you can watch my VOD, you dumb fuck. You, I said you don't my, you I said to You're my okay with bullying some kid on Reddit asking for help. I said but you you think chat. I shouldn't be allowed to bully your dumb ass. Wow, the weed really has got, you know, rotten your fucking brain. I said oh, to my is chat, it really? I said to my chat like a hundred times, hey, I'm sure Justin wants to wait till he's online. But I sent you the DM thinking like, oh, maybe not. Maybe he really wants to talk about this. There's, well, there's no like me being butthurt. Or, like I'm, I assume you want to talk while we're both streaming, but maybe it's important to you and you want to talk now. I don't fucking know. All I know I is actually, I don't want to do that when I'm not streaming. I actually am, uh, well, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious the dude in your Discord that was like, you're just trying to get content. Yeah, I'm a streamer in a streamer's Discord. What a fucking dumb fuck. The people just well, kept I saying think... dumb fucking shit to me. Yeah, listen, that's also, that's the other thing about the Discord, man. I mean, uh, and I'm not saying it's only you, if I'm being totally honest. But, like, if I tell everybody... Oh, they were way worse than anything I did. If I tell okay, if I tell everybody to just hop in the DMs, just do that. Like why is that, I don't, is that asking that much? I don't want to hop in DMs. I mean, here's the thing is the people that were trying to mock me over there on your Discord, I, I my Discord's always open. My phone lines are always open. That's my your Discord. That's your Discord. Invite someone to, to your Discord then. I'm everything is open. Everything is I'm like the most accessible well, I, I person on Twitch. Isn't open is mine. I keep I've told you that and everybody else that. And it's but like they were they were I was standing up for myself. You get that, right? Again, I'm not saying it was only you, but when I, I was standing up for myself I and I, I put some dumb shits in their place, but okay, here, let me talk for a sec. 
No, okay. You, you Let me answer your question. The reason I wasn't going to come on your stream earlier and the reason why, like, you know, you bobbed in here and I gave you the courtesy to bring you on, but I came to the conclusion after the panel on Monday that uh, nobody learned anything from the panel, and I did not enjoy that. I don't want that to be my brand. So I'm going to go on panels, and I'll be guests on people's show outside of the time frame when I do my show because I felt like I really let my followers down because I want to impart wisdom and, and knowledge on them instead of just fucking having to deal with an idiot that doesn't know what he's talking about. All right, Justin, can I just give you my honest opinion? Sure, go for it, please. I wouldn't want anything but your unvarnished opinion. All right, cool. So here's the thing. I actually thought you did great on the panel. And the reason I say that is because none of this stuff means anything. So it's all about making energy. But it does. So, Justin, even if I disagreed with everything you were saying, you were probably one of the most entertaining people on the panel. So it doesn't fucking matter. So if you don't want to come on my panels again, that's fine. But I think you should take a minute to reconsider that strategy. Like, it's probably not that entertaining to have boring, stilted, sanitized discussions. It's probably much more entertaining for you to be yelling that everybody's an idiot. Right? I don't want to do that. I mean, I, I yell about people being idiots on my stream. We're, we're very entertaining over here. But I want to actually, I want to learn something. Justin, you worked in radio, right? For years. Yes. Yeah. So you know how like conservative talk radio usually always, I mean, depending on the market, usually always did better numbers than liberal talk radio. A big part of that is because conservatives just come on and yell. Now, I understand you don't want to do that. But what I'm suggesting to you is that I mean, might- I do do that. Dude, you don't know what you're talking about, dude. You don't. You're, well, you, good, good. My point like went but completely over your fucking head. Panels, panels. And that's also not the re- the reason why conservative radio dominated is just because they fucking uh, put it everywhere. The 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 owners of the radio stations were conservative and put conservative radio on the stations. Air America actually did comparable numbers. Well, I don't, I guess, I, again, I think it depends on the market, but like in New York, conservative talk radio dominated, but which is very strange. In, in New York, Air America did comparable numbers. What? When are we talking? This would have been like 2005, 2006. Okay, yeah, I'm talking a little bit after that. I mean, I wasn't listening to a lot of political talk radio, to be fair. So maybe Air America was doing well before that. When I was listening to radio, Air America was gone at that point, more or less, or like completely out of, you know, not even on the map in New York. Well, that is that is the only comparable attempt that you can compare. Because, like, let me tell you, like, every boss I had in radio was a Republican. That's why I get so pissed off at people saying, like, the, the media is liberal. Every boss I had was a Republican. Well, no, I, look, I... That's a stupid argument for sure. All I'm saying, though, just the point I'm trying to make to you, I mean, I could go in a different direction and say, okay, the most successful talk radio uh, host of all time was Howard, right? Do you agree with that? Howard yeah, but I'm not, I'm not a Howard fan. I don't... No, you, 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 you think I want to be successful or something. Like, I'm, I am more concerned with, with putting out a content that I am proud of. Once again... Because I own my own business and work for myself, I don't have anybody to answer to. So, like, I don't have to make money off of this. So I can put out the content that I want to. And I want to be funny and engaging, but I also want to be very informative. Yeah. 
Why would I want to think that you would want to be successful? It's well, it's not about making money and shit, dude. It's about being proud of the content that I put out. Uh, look, maybe that's your goal, and then it doesn't matter. All I'm suggesting to you, and I'm it doesn't matter. Like you're like, oh, this shit doesn't matter. Just a little bit ago, weren't you? No, what I'm saying is the actual content of it doesn't matter. Like nobody's. No, it does. That that's what matters the most to me. I don't think you're getting that. Justin, nobody is learning anything from any of this at all. No, my chat will tell you that we learn shit every night. You're an older. You're an older guy. You're. No, we're not learning right now. We were learning before you got here, dude. Please watch my show sometime. I will promise you I, I, that if you I, watch the if hold on hold on if you watch the Troll Patrol you will be far better informed than watching a comparable block of time on NBC, uh, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, hands down. Dude, nobody's learning shit from you or anybody on Twitch. Most people are getting no 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 no. no. I I take I I take exception to that, and I don't think you can say that. I don't think you know enough can, about me to make that assessment. You know how I can say that? You know how I can say that because I actually educate people for a living. So I, I don't think I, you do. Well, I don't know what to tell you. You want me to show you my teaching license? I I like oh, man. I don't man. know. Like you can watch my product. Say it again. You can watch my product and know that what I'm saying is factual. Like I don't like I don't like having these like pissing contests with people. It's not, a, it's not a matter of it being factual. The fact is, people don't learn a lot from Twitch. First of all, uh, maybe I, the people that follow you don't. They're dumb fucks. You can tell they don't learn shit. You're talking to I don't know less than twenty people on average, just like me, just like most small streamers. Yeah, that's what so the people in your Discord kept like trying to bring up my viewers. I'm like, look at my fucking channels. They're not tuning in to learn from you. They could fucking read all that on their own. They're tuning in because you're funny and entertaining and you're a character. Sure. Yeah. So what I'm suggesting to you is that okay, maybe you don't give a shit about growth. And you want to sit there and just talk about the news, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is, like, I look at you as another content creator, and I'm like, all right, here's a talented guy. You know, I might not agree well, with thank you, you, but at least he's entertaining. What don't you agree with me about? That's the only the only thing I've ever gotten out of you is like you got butt hurt about me calling you out on that meme. What don't you no, agree with me about? Heard about my meme, but I don't agree with anything you say about Biden or any and, and all that stuff. For you and Sansa, like what? Insane coke. Insane coke. The smartest thing you said was at the end when you think that the, uh, you know, the, um, the boomers, the, the, uh, the older political class needs Man, to you could, Dude, dude, you're losing a lot of respect for me when you're like insane cope and you can't give actual examples. I want supporting Justin, evidence. I, I don't, I, I'm not sitting here with like a script of everything you said. You know, but uh, you can't and, make the claim. I agree with nothing you said and then can't give me examples. It was a mess. It was kind of a mess. It was you mostly just yelling everybody's stupid. The most substantive thing you gave us was like how Russiagate is somehow not Russiagate because what? I didn't even understand where you were going with that. The Senate Intelligence Committee report outlined 100, over 100 connections between the campaign and Russia, uh, outlined 11 counts of obstruction. Like, I I don't, when people say Russiagate, I want to know what they mean when they say Russiagate. The Electoral College, you really think that? Do what? Hillary won the popular vote. So even if that were true, Russian interference didn't even work. 
But do we, okay, so I don't understand what the claim that Russiagate was. Claim is even if Russia did things like post buff Bernie memes on Facebook and you know all of that stuff, it wasn't a significant enough in influence to really change the election. Trump but that wasn't the claim. I'm not making that claim that it was enough to sway the election. He won the Rust Belt because of all that. What I'm bringing back. What I am saying is that there were over 100 connections between the campaign and Russia. This was proven. And 11 counts of obstruction. And I can show you the documentation. I'm, I'm so when people say Russiagate, I don't know what they mean. What I'm suggesting to you is that that connection's meaningless. And it was years of investigating that got us nowhere and did nothing. I'm not, I mean, he was guilty as sin. The Republicans protected him because it, it was a political action. Mm-hmm. Like you under, you, why, did, why did we talk about this for four years? Okay, why so the years and years of media coverage devoted to this. You said you were a teacher. You understand that, like, we are testing laws that have never been tested and boundaries that have never been tested. There's before never been a national election in the history of this country. You know that. You're a smart guy. You love loaded question fallacies, don't you? No, you can't answer a question because you're afraid. No. It ruins the whole fucking argument. No, I'm not. What? What am I not answering, dude? Oh, my God. Has there ever been a questionable election result in the history of this country? There has been several. Okay. Okay. So, what new laws are we testing when we're examining the connection between Russia and Trump, what are you? Where are you going? Okay, when when we're talking about the like the Mueller investigation, we're talking about whether the DOJ can indict a president or not. We don't know that because it's never been tried, right? So that would be challenged in the court if it was tried. Gotcha. So, in your view, because we need to know if the DOJ can indict a president or not. We should devote years of sensationalized coverage to try and... I don't... Ho, 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 non-smoker. Me, me, I I do not give two shits about media coverage. I don't like this because it means you're wrong. No. No, no, no. You saying me... I know you don't like this, but you have to hear This is just like dealing with this... I don't care about me. What you are complaining about when you say media coverage is capitalism. This is the truth. We've wasted what you, when you say media coverage, when you're saying sensationalism, you're complaining about capitalism. Talking about something that didn't matter. It didn't matter. It was a total waste of fucking time. And you know, I don't. That defending that means you're. I'm not defending anything. I don't care. I don't pay attention to cable news. Young rebel, what happened to you? What are you talking about, dude? Dude, 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 dude. Hold on. Shut the fuck up for a second. You're an establishment defender. How, did that How am I an establishment defender? Oh my god! You got the band. Holy shit! Can you shut the fuck up, dude? So you are strawmanning the shit out of me right now. You're being incredibly intellectually dishonest. Well, I don't even, you know, just that's just 
You moved the goalpost multiple times. I don't care about media coverage. What MSNBC does to make a dollar does not have any effect on me. things because you like don't even have any fucking response. You just want to say, "Well, goalpost moving, goalpost moving, dude." And like, dude, you you have nothing, bro. You stand on. A- <laughs> Man, you're telling you're like uh, the media spent too much time covering Trump. I don't dude, care. You're covering it. It's a waste of time. This has been a waste of time because you are fucking dumb. All the public money spent investigating that was wasted too. No, that that investigation made money, dude. The Mueller investigation made money. Yep, they're cutting they're cutting you off. They have the power to cut you off by redeeming channel points. So like you are like you're really dumb, dude. The the three viewers you have, um, tell them good luck learning nothing from you and your stone fucking ass. But, like, everything you just said was wrong. You're like, waste of taxpayer money. We made money on the investigation. Everything you said was wrong. We made money on the investigation. You can't just say I'm wrong and not present any supporting evidence. That's what's bad about you, man. You never presented supporting evidence for any of your arguments. Justin, you you made a lot of assertions. Yeah, it's Warlord's birthday, too, so I got to let you go. Dude, fucking peace out. Sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I, 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 I tried. I know, I know. You guys were really annoyed by that. <laughs> Warlord says I lost. Wow. And nothing of value was learned. That dude's a teacher. I mean, well, I mean, it was going back to the, the panel from the other night because I'm like, what is Russiagate? Why do you people keep talking about Russiagate? And apparently Russiagate is, you know, MSNBC talk too much about Trump. I don't watch fucking TV, guys. I don't want to argue with you about what MSNBC did or what Jimmy Dore thinks. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Core, yes, you're right. I lost by not hanging up sooner. You are correct. I'm going to have to take a commercial break because it's that time. So I want to get the Twitch commercials out of the way so you guys don't miss anything. Let me see what we're going to talk about here. Uh, oh, we never finished talking about all the Trump shit. We got to get that out of the way. Heat wave hitting the West Coast. We're going to watch body cam footage from cops. Shooting a man in bed. Shooting a man in bed. This happened in Columbus, Ohio. We're also going to talk about the bomb threat on the Boston hospital. And I'm going to show you exactly where the sentiment from the idiots on the right wing came from. So uh, we're going to take an ad break. Oh, I'm sorry. I've got one minute before I can take an ad break. Oh my God. What? So many people are in my D. Oh, it's one person. Sending a lot of messages. Oh, you're the fat-ass moron who supports Biden. Do I really even support Biden? That's such an odd thing. Jimmy Dore is a million times smarter than you, dumb fuck. (laughs) You're coping and you're as brain-dead as that. I don't want to use that slur. 
The media devoted countless hours of coverage. Dude, you're complaining about capitalism. Trump is entertaining. That's what you... You were trying to argue that I should be a Trump-like figure. Go out and dance for the people and be entertaining. That's not that's not my deal, yo. And if, if more people uh, would shun idiots who, who do go out there and just dance for the people... I think the world would be a lot, uh, a lot better off. <laughs> Warlord, what in the fuck? This all <laughs> Minara report. Oh my god, do you actually want me to talk to him, Warlord? There's no way you want me to talk to that dude. Unfortunately, after I spent all that time uh, talking about how we're going to learn something, like the rest of the stories I have for tonight are like Trump and uh, uh, me exploiting fucking body cam footage. Not necessarily uh, the most educational. You can dance if you if you are on um, Twitch. You can dance like Trump now. Uh, we'll finish up the Trump news. We'll do the body camera footage. Uh, we'll talk about the threat on Boston Hospital. Boston Children's Hospital. On the other side of the break. You're on the Troll Patrol. Live. Welcome back, guys. I've played so many JRPGs that if I walked into this room, I'd fight the Pope. <sighs> I just Russia gate is when Rachel Maddow talks too much. I don't know why people obsess over what <laughs> fuck. Like I play clips of MSNBC and Fox and shit sometimes. We're gonna watch a couple of clips. But like my god, I don't give a fuck. Like the problem you are talking about has nothing to do with public policy. It's not that an investigation happened with the DOJ. You're upset about capitalism and that Donald Trump is an entertaining monkey and that MSNBC, Fox, and CNN can make a shit ton of money talking about Donald Trump. I'm guilty of it myself. I fucking I fucking watch Trump and I'm guilty of, of using him as well. When I carry a Trump rally, I get more viewers than usual. It's insane. I, yeah, I seriously would never bring it up other than when, like, somebody, the dude on the panel brought up Russiagate. And I'm like, what is Russiagate? Apparently, Russiagate is when MSNBC has coverage you don't like. My God. Idiot. (laughs) I love how, like, I disagree with you on everything. Well, give me something. (laughs) I can't, I can't say anything. Yeah, you gotta take out his thralls first, or otherwise they're gonna heal him and buff him. This this one heals and this one buffs. He'll also, if he buffs him, he'll debuff you. <laughs> well, they were wrong about Russiagate. Who was wrong? About what? 
I mean, just because the man didn't get prosecuted, he should have been impeached. I think the Democrats dropped the ball there, but I mean, also, like, what were they fucking going to do? They only had the House. They, they didn't have the Senate. I, the, the Republicans were always going to protect him uh, for their own nefarious purposes. So I don't, I don't understand, like, just because he didn't get prosecuted. It's a fucked up system that we live in. I like. I also like how, like, oh, what laws would we be testing? And then I explained it like, oh, the prosecution of a sitting president. Right now we're testing out, you know, what executive privilege covers. And who has the right to assert executive privilege? This has never happened before. A, city, a, a former president says that he has the right to declassify documents. That has to be challenged in the courts. Like, we're in uncharted territory. Trying to prosecute a president is completely uncharted territory. We've never done it before. So, like, this idea that it was, like, it was going to be a simple process to prosecute Trump is just absurd. <laughs> yeah, Republicans indeed have an oversized voice in government for the population that votes for him. Absolutely, Dustin. Oh, I want to let me let me show you something. We'll watch that Jamie Foxx clip too. Let me show you a a screen grab. This is from his Discord that I was in. Uh, the Punisher, who man, he thought he was funny. Let me ask you something. When radical leftist agenda rated you, was that the highlight of your Twitch career? Did your heart race getting twenty viewers? I was like, no, nah, that'd probably go to uh, Vosh and the Surf shouting me out. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I love, I love how uh, they try to bash me for my my like three viewers. Fucking like, just this year alone, I've been on Matt Walsh, Vosh, the Surfs. Oh, but they did get me. They did get me the one time. The one time they got me. Uh, <laughs> non-smoking clearly got your underwear wadded up. You should light one up. And I use my new uh, high troll that you guys should have access to down there. I fucked, I fucked underwear up. I fucked underwear up. Now, like, I didn't make excuses about it. I'll tell you what actually happened is that my R sticks and that I used, like, right-click and just auto-corrected it and didn't look at what it auto-corrected. I also type really fast, and I'm usually here because I run my own business. I'm usually here doing, like, five things at once. I'm sitting behind several screens. But, no, I'm not going to make excuses. I'm not going to make excuses. Also, like, I'm just legitimately dumb sometimes and, and fuck words up. <laughs> so non-smoker said reminder everyone you're being called dumb by someone who cannot spell underwear and I'm like fair enough that one's on me and that's funny calling me out like that see how easy it is to admit you're wrong and laugh at yourself you should try it sometime exactly Ray you're only right if you have a lot of followers 
I legitimately don't care, you know? Like, I don't appeal to everybody. I know that. Uh, even when I do stand-up, I'm like, you know, 30% of the audience tops is going to fucking, you know, on a good night, 30% of the audience is going to be raucous, thinking I'm hilarious. And everybody else is going to be like, duh. But hey, if I can if I can capture that 30% and, and make loyal fans, I'm doing well. I don't care about making money. I don't want to be famous. I would like to get big enough to be able to debate like a Tim Pool, but I like that might be out of the question. I would like to debate Sagar and Jetty. That would make me very happy. You know, but honestly, honestly, I would like to get big enough that I could piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Bet you guys didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Fucking Andrew Tate. I bet non-smoker listens to Andrew Tate. He's he seems like an Andrew Tate kind of guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I didn't even set it up like I like I usually do. I just hit you with it. Uh, we didn't finish the story about Jim Jordan in the in the Twitter account. I don't care. I don't care. There are Palin lost. If you guys, oh shit! What? Whoa! Video has been removed. A CBS news story about DOJ alleging ob- obstruction has been removed. Instead, we will watch this ABC News news report here. Breaking news overnight, the Justice Department revealing the most information to date and why agents search former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, finding some 322 classified documents, many of them talk secret, and what we are learning this morning is raising serious new questions. It sure does. The the feds... Non-smokers should smoke. ...from the Trump lawyers for a special master review device. They also released new evidence, including this photo. Look at this right here. Highly classified material that they found at Mar-a-Lago, some kept in the former president's desk. And the filing reveals new details about the investigation. I'll still go on his panels, though. <laughs> just, not, just not during the time that I usually do the Troll Patrol. If we, if we work it out to where I'm not on, which is kind of hard if he's going to be on at the same time as I am. Because I stream every fucking night, pretty much. Other than Saturday. I play video games on Saturdays. Raises new questions about obstruction of justice. Chief Justice Correspondent Pierre Thomas starts us off from the Justice Department. Good morning, Pierre. George, good morning. Overnight, the Justice Department filing a stunning new motion, challenging Trump's request for a special master and offering explosive new details, alleging lies and obstruction of justice. This morning, the first look inside the FBI's dramatic search of Mar-a-Lago. This photograph showing document after document. Yeah, I'm not going to turn down panels. I'm just not going to go on any when I I should be giving you guys the news. Look closely. You'll see one labeled. Or maybe, maybe if I can do an hour of news or something and then go on a panel, some shit like that. But I want to actually do my show and my content. All right. I'm sorry I talked over that. I'm sorry I talked over that. This is the DOJ's response to Trump's request for a special master. They had until midnight last night to submit their paperwork, and here's what they had to say. 
First look inside the FBI's dramatic search of Mar-a-Lago. This photograph showing document after document, labeled secret and top secret in bold red letters, recovered at an unsecured resort. Look closely, you'll see one labeled HCS, initials for Human Intelligence Control System, meaning it likely contains information about or the identities of U.S. spies and informants. DOJ's 36 motion challenging Trump's need for a special master also provides the most detailed narrative thus far of why the FBI took the extraordinary step of searching the home and offices of a former president. The new details. The only, the only uh, downfall to letting him have the special master is that uh, it would delay things. It would be a whole other process. It put the DOJ like another month or two at least behind. Include a rare submission. Of appara- appara- apparently, the DOJ has their own like non non uh, connected unit. Like it's its own independent source that it runs the documents through. That it does before it gets the documents. And they've already done that and returned what they felt needed to be returned to Trump. Jury material from an ongoing investigation. Revealing in May a grand jury subpoena was issued for classified documents stored at Mar-a-Lago. The filing describing how FBI officials went to the resort to pursue the material in June. DOJ suggesting that the Trump team was misleading at every turn. This filing includes a June 3rd document from a Trump attorney certifying that all classified documents had been turned over. But soon afterwards, the FBI uncovering multiple sources of evidence indicating that the response to the May 11th grand jury subpoena was incomplete and that the classified... It is, it, is, it is a crime to lie to the federal government. It is a crime to... Like, seriously, Reality Winner, reality winner was, was fucking locked up. Boom, just like that. They said they were taking her in for questioning and she didn't walk out for fucking how many years was she in? Five documents remained at the premises. And for they the already did the privilege screening, yes. Specific allegations of obstruction of justice. According to the court filing, the FBI developed evidence that government records were likely concealed and removed from the storage room at Mar-a-Lago, and that efforts were likely taken to obstruct the government's investigation. Some of that classified material found in a series of desks in Trump's office. More than 100 documents recovered. Again, this after Trump's attorney had claimed that all the material had been turned over. DOJ officials claim Trump has little to no standing to request a special master review of documents based on issues of privilege. They said there could be no claim of executive privilege because the classified documents do not belong to Trump. They belong to the U.S. government. George. Thanks. It's been our chief legal analyst, Dan Abrams. You had some midnight reading. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let's talk about it right <laughs> now. Earlier you thought it I was... I like old Dan Abrams. ...based on the earlier affidavits to determine... He was far was more conservative. ...Trump would be indicted. How does this change your view? Earlier Look, in his career. ...for Donald Trump, right? Anything in here simply increases the chance of a possible indictment. But it doesn't answer the fundamental question, which is, was the primary goal of the FBI to get the stuff back to say we need to secure this stuff, or is it both to secure the stuff and to pursue a potential criminal case? And we simply don't know how willing or eager, and it's not gonna be up to the FBI, it's gonna be up to Merrick Garland. I can't believe, I can't believe that they're not putting together some kind of criminal case. Like all the indication is that they plan on prosecuting him. 
as to whether to file charges. In we don't know. And Pierre highlighted it as well. But this is the sentence in the document that really jumped out at me. It said the government also developed evidence that government records were likely concealed and removed from the storage room and that efforts were likely taken to obstruct the government's investigation. And when you read this document, it becomes clear that they tried and tried to work with the Trump team. Up to this point, Donald Trump has said, look, I gave them everything. I gave them access. What this document makes clear is not only did he not give them access at certain times, but they gave him extensions. They said, OK, you want some more time? Here's some more time. Get back to us. He then gets back to them. They then have this meeting. They then have this final meeting on June 3rd at Mar-a-Lago where they won't even let the FBI look inside the boxes. And instead, what they say is we're going to give you an assurance in writing that there is nothing else here that's classified. Well, that was the other important thing. One of the Trump's lawyer, one of Trump's lawyers filed this document that said, based on what she was told, she turned over everything. Yeah, and the question Not in that. Right. The question is, is that the lawyer's <laughs> fault? Is that Donald Trump's fault? In the document, she's saying she's speaking on behalf of Donald Trump in connection with that. Who wasn't telling the truth here? How did these documents suddenly appear in all these different places beyond just the area where they were supposed to be stored? So you talk about, oh, there was this lock on the storage area. Well, now they find documents elsewhere. So the lock doesn't even resolve any of the issues. Can the lawyer use attorney-client privilege to avoid answering questions about who told her that all the documents were turned over? No, attorney-client privilege is not going to be an issue if this becomes... Yes, Scott comment. Like, I am, I am aggregating news content to you giving you some opinion with it, making jokes and shit while I do it. And it is, it's a job, uh, putting this together. Like I, I treat it like I would working at a TV station, putting together a rundown for a TV show. I, I guess that goes back into his like personal bed, but like clearly if you are working for somebody <laughs> that's, that's professional. Can you spell perjury? Dan Abrams can. I doubt that Donald Trump can. It's a question of he told me to do it or I did this on my own, etc. So I don't think that's going to be the fundamental question. Although there are some documents in here which do appear to invoke the issue of attorney-client privilege. I don't think it's going to be significant. One final question. The, the filing makes it clear that these were government documents. They belong to the government, not to Donald Trump. Does that change uh, the, whether the judge will appoint a special master? Uh, look, it's a huge factor, right, is that we talk about these documents as if they are Donald Trump's documents, right? And the government's position is they don't belong to Donald Trump. Uh, I, I do think that, that since the judge has already indicated that she's likely to appoint a special master, she probably will try to move forward with that in some sort of limited capacity. But I think that that's sort of a minor sideshow at this point. I, I just feel like that, that... They've gone through all the documents. They know it's in there. Their own team is separate. The car has left the station. The most important thing that the public learned today is the fundamental question answered. Why did they have to use a search warrant? Why couldn't they have found another way to get this information? And the answer, according to the government, is we tried. Dan Abrams, thanks for They much. did! That would, and that was one of the things that I got upset with Radical Leftist Agenda on the panel about. Was she was like, well, why did it take this long if they were so important? That's what we learned. They have been trying to retrieve the documents since May of 2021, four months after he left office, is when they started trying to retrieve these documents. And that makes perfect sense. So that's it. They, it took them a while to make those assessments. 
once the new administration took over. Four months in, they're like, oh, we're missing a bunch of stuff. And that's when they started making contact with uh, Trump. It heated up. Uh, Apparently, it was referred over to the DOJ sometime earlier this year, around February. They gave exact. They gave him way more leeway than they have ever given anyone on any kind of matter like this. That's why I pointed out reality winner. She go watch the Vice News uh, about her interrogation. Like she spoke to them. Like they came to her house and they were like, "Can you come in for some questioning?" And she she didn't see the light of day for years. Multiple procedural off-ramps. He had every chance to stop this. My God, they have handled him with kid gloves. They have to prosecute him. But, but according to Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, is she now the wife of Donald Trump Jr. or is she still just, uh, are they still just banging? You live in sexual anarchy? According to Kimberly Guilfoyle, if they actually had anything on Trump... They would have already got him. She was on Newsmax spewing some shit. Us now, and it's good to have you on tonight. I want to talk about bribery uh, in politics, uh, which you know is, is basically Democrats 101 at this point. Who cares about the debt? Get every American reliant on some form of government in, in one way or another. Well, they want to make them uh, dependent. They want to tell them what to see. What that to is see. just like all of that is just absolute fucking nonsense. As one big straw man argument, I just like. I hate that so much of our discourse is poisoned by fallacious reasoning, non-smoker, and like he's a fucking teacher, (laughs) employed multiple uh, logical fallacies. Like, dude, quit moving the goalposts. When you ask a question of me and I answer it, and then you move to something else. <laughs> We're watching the wrong YouTube videos. Voodoo, good evening. Welcome. We're going to listen to Kimberly Guilfoyle cry about, and like, who cares about the debt? The Democrats have cut the deficit. That was another thing. Like, these people that I was arguing with on the panel, they didn't know what they were talking about. Just like radical leftist agenda, didn't know that the DOJ had been in contact with, with, with Trump since last year. Just, just like they didn't know that Democrats had cut a, a trillion dollars from the deficit, and 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 this this kind of shit thrives on the fact that people are ignorant, that people are completely misinformed. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I interrupted you, Kimberly. Please go on. Hey, what to think? How to live their lives? How to educate their children? What religion they should believe in? It's just complete mind control. It's all un-American. But the Democrats are really failing miserably, one step after the next, while the president is actually gaining in popularity and support amongst liberals, Democrats, <laughs> moderates, etc. Because we want our America back. We don't believe that the Democrats should actually be able to govern because they have failed to do We're so. My country gone. Further, This has just been apparent. I mean, look at the juxtaposition of what we had under President Trump's economy. People saying, OK, let's have a president that actually builds the economy, establishes infrastructure, creates jobs and actually trust the American people. We Biden has created jobs now. He is now a net positive 
past where we were before COVID. Uh, uh, what what else did she say? Biden has cut the deficit. And I'm like, I don't want to... This makes me sound like I'm just cheerleading for Biden. I'm just stating facts. I'm just stating facts. It's just factual information. I'm actually not a Biden fan. I'm like... I don't want him to be the nominee in 2024. I don't like that non-smoker painted me that way. I, and you can go back and watch my my videos. I've been I've been on since the 2020 election. Right after the election, I started talking about we need Katie Porter to primary Joe Biden. It was like the, one of the first things I said after Biden won. So to paint me as some Biden uh, sycophant is just it's, it's straw manning me. Like. Non-smoker, I'm sorry, dude. You just you're in bad faith, man. And I wish you weren't. Like I'm sure that we could we could talk about other subjects and we we could have a good laugh. But man, like you're misinformed. Yeah, that was the that was the chud I was talking to. To use their money and their funds to put it back into the revenue stream to create a booming economy. And what we've seen now is the Democrats literally um, have no other play in their book except to try to cripple people and tell them that they're not good enough and they don't know what to do with their own lives. That's something else. I want to talk a little politics here and and what's coming up here in a couple months. A slate of recent primary and special elections uh, showing, indicating that. Oh, cool. I'm glad he's still here. I hope he's still watching. Closer to the midterms. What exactly are you guys seeing? I'm not seeing that. And I'm out, um, you know, across the country and with the president and getting in donations, fundraising. People really want their country back. They have had it. They are tired of the bare shelves. They're tired of this communist approach where they're saying, well, we're just going to turn the entire country into a welfare state. That's not how it works. We want capitalism back. That's not what communism is. And if if Biden is is doing a communism. We want to have a tax structure that actually benefits all. Maybe maybe I got the definition of communism wrong. It's nonsense. I mean, paying off loans for people that don't want it. They want to have some bizarre uh, basket weaving, uh, you know, a degree. And they want... All of us, people watching across this country, hardworking men and women. So, like, that must be a thing. I'm here. I'm. I'm hearing that a lot in the comment section. Basket weaving, basket weaving, all the fucking time. Hell, gender studies is an actual fucking degree, but the amount of people that get it is so insignificant. But they bring that shit up all the time. Basket weaving is literally not like it might be like a college class somewhere. But that's, that's not something you get a degree in. Jesus. You might get an apprenticeship in that. <laughs> Don't you guys love trade schools? <sighs> and even gender studies. The one person that I know that has a gender studies degree, she's like an executive for one of the branches of, of Planned Parenthood now. Good on her. Bee cakes. I don't know if I've seen you tonight. Good evening. Good evening, my friend. Subsidize their laziness and their inability to even try to contribute to society. People are tired of it. It's unfair. It's un-American. And it's not the way that this country should work. We are a capitalist, free market country. And that's why we're the strongest country in the world, unless we let these Democrats stay in. Right. And we're we're giving a lot away right now. I want to show you a tweet from a a guy with a huge voice, Ben Shapiro. Misogynistic Um, dog whistles. Yes. I want to get your response to this. He said, Oh, God, it's Ben Shapiro. They're eager to keep Trump at the center of the conversation. Half of independents say Trump is a major factor in their vote. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ben Shapiro. 
Trump is eager to keep Trump at the center of the conversation. Trump is eager to... And, you know, Non-Smoker does have a point about the media being obsessed with Trump, but, like, that's not anything that we have effect over. That's not public policy. The media is indeed obsessed over Trump, and it's because for the very fact that I told you guys, like, when I do a Trump live rally, like, more people tune in. Even the podcast. I'll put just the audio of a Trump rally up, and it gets more listens than I normally get. I'm I'm sure it's not people listening to the whole fucking thing. It's they listen to like fucking five minutes and like who's this idiot fucking talking? Turn it off. Sassy, good evening. Gender studies one of the best classes you took in school. Hell yeah. You know I kind of wish that I I got the chance to take a, a gender studies class. And they're breaking four to one for the Democrats. Republicans shouldn't play that game. If they do, they are cruising for a bruising. What's your response to Ben Shapiro? On that? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's the Republicans that are still obsessed with him. That. I mean, I'll tell you something. Independents are smart people, too, okay? They're hardworking people that understand the value of a dollar and understand how the economy and a free market works. So I'm actually not worried about independence. I see independence actually coming very strong, breaking for President Trump. And let me tell you something, Rob. We talked about this last week. Uh, everything that's gone on here in this country, it is barbaric and un-American what happened to President Trump with this raid. The court system no, it's is dealing with it. There'll be another ruling on Thursday. People care about this. Independence, yeah. Democrats, moderates, you should care. If they can ransack the home of the former president of the United States, yes. all they had to do was ask for the documents which he has been do a communism in certain ways insane this is weaponization politicization of the actual fbi and the justice department and it hurts every single law-abiding and free american that we allow this to go on in the country i'm thrilled that the judge is actually gonna i hope point a special master in this situation to independently review the documents that were taken. So I guess we might know tomorrow about the special master. This witch hunt once and for all. I, you notice that today the DOJ announced they've gone through all the boxes uh, from the Mar-a-Lago raid. I think they went through them more than a week ago. I do find it interesting, Kim, that mm-hmm. it's been three weeks. They say they've officially gone through everything. We know how politicized this has been. There has been no... They have gone through everything. Washington Post. There's been no big, oh my God, look. Merrick Garland's DOJ is not going to leak. I I will say this, I have been highly critical of Merrick Garland, but he runs a fucking tight ship. What we found in all of these boxes, I have to think that that would have popped very quickly if there would have been something, if there would have been a dagger in there. I think it would have Because come you're out. a smart person and have common sense, like all the hardworking Americans that are out there watching. Because you're a smart person and you have common sense. Well, actually, is it common sense? Maybe there's a reason that we haven't seen a charge come yet, and that would be reported by Bloomberg. But the DOJ is likely to wait. Just get some breaking news here. The Department of Justice is likely to wait to pass the midterm elections to reveal any Trump charges. Joining us now is Bloomberg's Josh Wingrove to walk us through a few more of the details. Josh, over to you. And now if Bloomberg is starting to report there there are people that is like priming the pump we're we're getting people prepared for this right there are people in the justice department that are like hey it's coming get ready because it's all one big cesspool of of people that interact they've got friends that are reporters and everything they let they let know what's going on 
Yeah, thank you for bearing with our technical... Uh, uh, you might be right, Mox. You yeah, might be right. Here is that they are running up against the, what is traditionally a 60-day clock that they wouldn't announce charges that close to an election. That would be in about uh, September 10th, in and around there, that kind of range. So what our colleague Chris Stone is reporting is that we do not expect charges to come in either uh, the, the documents case that we've been hearing quite a bit about that relates, of course, to whether confidential and classified top-secret documents left the White House in an unauthorized matter and separately a probe into the 20 uh, the act god he's a sad impotent uh, little man uh, events at the capitol and what if anything trump and people around him did to encourage that or not intervene to quell it once it started rolling off and so those two things together what we're what our colleague chris Stone is reporting is that no, the charges will not come in the 60-day period and they won't come before it which means it won't be until after the elections that we will hear if there are charges or not that of course raises the question that the potential for charges will hang over in part they're saying the source is the u.s department of justice but that may just be the picture i i don't know i kind of i kind of think they are uh heading for it i don't i don't see how they can't at this moment in time and fox is having a hard time explaining it to their viewers we just know that right now, given the fact that there is a suggestion that there are a lot of online, very specific, apparently very specific threats against very specific agents uh, at the FBI and whatnot, it would it would be great for everybody to tamp down the, the rhetoric against the FBI because the FBI simply was doing what the DOJ asked them to do. The attorney general is the boss of the guy at the FBI, of all the people. At that face killed me. <laughs> you know, with all of these threats going around it would ultimately be great if the former president who has always been a great supporter of law enforcement had posed with a thousand police departments coast to coast it would be great if he called for an end to the violent rhetoric against federal law enforcement and oh yeah he loves the fucking police when they're beating the shit out of just regular citizens he don't want the police to fucking come up in his business in particular the FBI that was just doing their job. But yeah, as Trey Gowdy pointed out last night, uh, for you to look at this situation and think that Democrats and Republicans have been treated the same over the last few years, you'd have to be looking at a different situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Greg leg Bethel, irons for, for Greg Navarro. Greg talked about that, too. He said, you know, it's interesting that the Democrats or progressives are now worried about protecting law enforcement when they weren't, right. you know, years ago during the raids. But no one I'm, is for the violence. Do I have sad troll? I don't know if I put sad troll up yet. You may just have angry troll and stone troll. Yeah, I don't have sad troll up yet. I don't have enough. So like this, like working out the slots is going to be hard. Did you guys notice you have stone troll now? You have angry troll. Unfortunately, a lot of the a lot of the cool emotes that I had were just follower emotes that you guys, you know, you all had, and. Uh, I lost a lot of my follower emotes, and because they took an emote away from me, uh, I can't have follower follower emotes now. It sucks. Everybody over on YouTube, you guys, you have emotes now. If you uh, sub on YouTube, you get badges, emotes. Super cool. Uh, there's emojis of me, John, JR, Anna. They're super fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, anybody that has watched a Young Turks video in like the last couple of years. 
I just like triggered you. One of Wisconsin's Republican false electors is working for Ron Johnson's re-election campaign. I'm an investigator. Oh, this isn't the actual... God damn it. Why isn't my... My ad blocker is not letting us... Look at the story. Let's go somewhere else. NBC News it is. I'd rather go to the local paper, but NBC News it is. A Wisconsin fake elector works for Ron Johnson's re-election campaign. One of Wisconsin's fake electors has been working as a paid staffer for Senator Ron Johnson's re-election campaign. Alexa Henning, a spokeswoman for Johnson, confirmed to NBC News Wednesday that the campaign's employment of Pam Travis, one of 10 Wisconsin Republicans who signed a bogus paperwork uh, who signed bogus paperwork claiming to be an elector backing then-President Donald Trump in an alleged plot to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Travis's LinkedIn page indicates she worked for Johnson since March, and Federal Election Commission's financial reports show the campaign has paid her just over ten grand since April, as well as more than 3500 in reimbursements for mileage costs between May and July. Travis, an active member of the Wisconsin GOP, is serving as the vice chair of the 7th Congressional District. Yeah, why are they not in jail? Very good question. Johnson recently distanced himself from the elector scheme amid scrutiny over his connection with the plot. The House committee investigating January 6th revealed to the public this year that a top aide to Johnson had contacted an aide to then-Vice President Mike Pence about delivering documents from alternate electors from Wisconsin and Michigan. The Pence aide shut down the request. Oh, it's just a little light fraud. Just a little light treason. <laughs> Might have committed a little light treason. An arrested development joke. FBI, don't come after me. Warlord is trying to do everything he can to get the alphabet agencies on me. Started a whole Discord server with, with, with clips. Completely taking me out of context. Oh, oh shit. Is there video of him responding to reporters about this? Oh, no way. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, let's, uh, past 24 hours. Can you, can you... Oh, that's all. Oh, okay. Okay. I remember that one. I thought you meant there was a new one today and I'm like, I gotta see that. I gotta see that one. Eastman appears before Atlanta area grand jury probing at Trump election scheme. Attorney John Eastman, an architect of former President Donald Trump's bid to subvert the 2020 election and remain in office, appeared Wednesday before the Atlanta area grand jury investigating that effort. Eastman's counsel, Charles Burnham and Harvey Silvergate, indicated in a statement that Eastman pleaded the fifth and asserted attorney-client privilege where appropriate. 
Out of respect for grand jury secrecy, we will not disclose the substance of the questions or testimony, uh, the lawyer said. Eastman is the latest member of Trump's inner circle, uh, circle in the chaotic aftermath of the 2020 election to face questions from Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Yep, pled the fifth where appropriate. Man, Lindsey Graham is trying his damnedest to get out of testifying. This is a wild one. A woman uh, has sued Alec Baldwin uh, for a social post accusing his sister of being an insurrectionist. I'm sorry. The way that was worded was weird. The woman suing had a brother who was a Marine in Afghanistan. The family of a Marine killed in Afghanistan last year reportedly filed a defamation lawsuit against actor Alec Baldwin last week for the second time, accusing him of being negligent and reckless in posting about the service member's sister being at a protest on January 6th. At a protest. At a protest on January 6th. At a protest. The lawsuit was filed by Royce McCollum and Cheyenne McCollum of Wyoming, the sisters of Marine Lance Corporal Riley McCollum, who died in Afghanistan, and his widow, Jenna? Jenna? That is, that is a really white person spelling of, of Jenna, I guess. <laughs> I might be wrong on that. I might, like, that might be some cultural name, and I just pissed all over it. I'm sorry, Jenna. Jenna McCollum of San Diego. The family originally filed a suit in Wyoming, which was dismissed in May because the court does not have jurisdiction over Baldwin, who lives in New York. The family filed the second suit in the Southern District of New York last Friday, asking for $25 million in damages. They say the actor accused Royce McCollum of being a January 6th insurrectionist on his social media, leading to her being verbally attacked by his fans. Lance Corporal McCollum, 20, was one of 13 American service members killed in a suicide bombing in Kabul during the U.S. withdrawal from the country last summer. The suit said Baldwin contacted one of McCollum's sisters, Royce, on Instagram and donated five grand to the family's GoFundMe page. It was given to his widow as a tribute for a fallen soldier. Last January, Royce McCollum uh, posted a photo to Instagram of herself attending the pro-Trump protest on January 6th at the U.S. Capitol riot on the same day. The post prompted Baldwin to message her, are you the same woman I sent money for your sister's husband who was killed during the Afghanistan exit? He also sent her a direct message, according to the suit, writing, When I sent the money for your late brother out of real respect for his service to this country, I didn't know you were a January 6th rioter. Royce McCollum responded, Protesting is perfectly legal in the country, and I've already had my sit-down with the FBI. Thanks, have a nice day. The suit added that she had protested peacefully and that she was not accused of any crime after being interviewed by the FBI. Baldwin wrote back, Your activities resulted in the unlawful destruction of government property, the death of a law enforcement officer, and assault on the certification of the presidential election. I reposted your photo. Good luck. After he reposted the photo on his page, which has 2.4 million followers, and accused her of being an insurrectionist, his seemingly benevolent overtures turned into a nightmare 
As according to court documents, the suit said, Royce began to get hostile, aggressive, hateful messages from Baldwin's followers. This is indeed a lawyer press release turned into a news article on Fox News. That is exactly what this is. Now that was all fun and games, and I think that suit will ultimately get thrown out. But what is not all fun and games is the fact that police had to respond to a bomb threat phoned in to the Boston Children's Hospital last night. Several streets were shut down in Boston on Tuesday night. Police responded to a bomb threat that was phoned in to the Boston Children's Hospital. Now, if you guys watch this show regularly, you know exactly what I'm going to tell you. You know exactly where this one is going. Longwood and Brookline Avenues were taped off as multiple police cruisers lined the area immediately outside of the hospital. Boston police confirmed the threat was made sometime Tuesday evening. By around 9 p.m., authorities moved to closed streets near the facility. See, we have a local news here. Let's... We are staying on top of breaking news first at 11 as we get started. Police investigating a threat at Boston Children's Hospital tonight. That threat shutting down streets right outside the hospital. This was as it was going on. But we saw a massive response. The night team's Michael Yoshida live outside Children's. With Good. At 11. Michael. And at this point, you mentioned at the streets back open, we just have one officer here in front of Boston Children's. This area was completely shut down about an hour ago with police tape and cruisers filling the streets. At this point, people you can see are walking back inside. But take a look. Here's video from earlier this evening. Core. During- Core. Matt Walsh wasn't able to come because it wasn't a real bomb. <laughs> oh, God, that's great. You live in sexual anarchy. Matt Walsh is never able to come. He is impotent. However, he had this to say about me. Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. So, you know, thank you, dude. I appreciate the compliment. During the shutdown, Boston Police telling us that a bomb threat was phoned in to Boston Children's Hospital and talking with people and family members of children here at the hospital. They tell us they weren't. I wish Matt Walsh would sue me. People weren't being allowed inside the hospital. Very frightening. For those family members, we had a chance. If Matt Walsh would sue me, it would be the best thing that happened to me since radical leftist agenda raided me. I I cried, had tears of joy, was nervous, or what? I don't even remember what it said. Fucking shit. Oh, my heart, my heart was racing. And to speak with she raided me after the situation cleared. Here's what she had to say. If Baldwin's in trouble, Matt Wall should be too. Exactly, Dustin. Like I do every night, I came upstairs to come outside and have. A I don't think I don't think Baldwin is in trouble for that though. And everyone was saying that there was a bomb threat, and for me to just relax for a minute and stay put, so that's what I did. And back here live again, you can see traffic back flowing, people going in and out of the hospital. We have reached out to Boston Children's Hospital for. More information, a statement about this incident. At this point, they are referring all questions to Boston Police. If we get any more details from Boston Police, we'll bring it to you here on 7. We're live in Boston tonight. Mike Rashida, 7 News 19. Okay, so the chat is pointing out Matt Walsh, libs of TikTok. Absolutely, absolutely. It has just permeated the right wing. I'm going to give you an example of it. 
For those of you that might not be aware of what I'm caused the bomb threat last night at Boston's Children's Hospital, because the local news didn't seem to go into that. It was the right wing being incredibly upset about a, like, it was like a 30-minute spot where doctors at the Boston Children's Hospital talked about being caring towards trans patients. That's all it was. They talked about being caring towards trans patients. They talked about being caring towards trans patients. It's all, it's all the advertisement was. And this is an example of the right-wing response. You see one Mr. Steve Bannon. We're going to the pandemic war room. Oh, Joe, I want to start with this very disturbing story. You were kicked off uh, social media. It, it was Twitter locked you out, sir? That's correct. They nuked me for now. Yeah, um, and actually, yeah, but here's but by so 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 hang hang on here. Joe is our editor of Transhumanism. He's working on a very special project. That's why you haven't seen him on the show quite as much. Editor of Transhumanism, something. But talk about how you get also, also like let me hit the content warning. There might be some some trans fucking phobia coming at you right here. I should have I should have known that before I ever clicked the button. This story. If they have the NBC, if Memphis has the NBC story about uh, the children, what Children's Hospital of Boston, uh, they can put it up. Tell us, tell us what this controversy is. A gene splicer, exactly. Boston's children Hosp- Boston Children's Hospital has come under fire after uh, people like libs of TikTok, uh, Christopher Rufo, Matt Walsh. Uh, they've all been pointing out uh, the Center for Gender Surgery there and the the sort of menu of uh, procedures that they're offering. Uh, they, they basically, they initially uh, were offering it to 17-year-olds and up. Uh, now they've changed that to 18-year-olds and up. But they appear to be offering uh, puberty blockers and cross hormones uh, to children. Uh, puberty blockers uh, need to be administered like before they hit puberty or they're not puberty blockers. And, you know, really the the, the really striking uh, footage was from Boston Children's Hospital themselves. Actually, Memphis has that cold open and can play it. uh, I think that might really uh, open the eyes. Oh, I'm on Getter. I put my shit on Getter all the time. Guys, I've got followers on Getter. I've got followers on Parlor. I got like a two hundred followers on Parlor. I like I've got like eighty followers on BitChute. Who the fuck is watching me on BitChute? I love it if you're watching this clip right now on BitChute, going, "Hey, motherfucker, I'm one of those people." <laughs> Do we have that? Can we play the cold open? Okay, let's go ahead and play it. A child will often know that they are transgender from the moment that they have any ability to express themselves, and parents will often tell us this. We have parents who tell us that their kids, they knew from the minute they were born practically, and actions like refusing to get a haircut or standing to urinate, trying to stand to urinate, refusing to stand to urinate, trying on siblings' clothing, uh, playing with the, quote, opposite gender toys. 
things like that. They always sort of knew something was maybe off and didn't have the understanding to know that they might be trans or have a different gender identity than the one they had been assigned. So that is a, a growing population that, they are, that we are seeing and that's being recognized as being trans and able to be treated. A phalloplasty is a procedure to uh, basically create... Oh, I hadn't seen this one. The other one was uh, perfectly fine. ...for uh, an individual who was born biological female and who seeks transition to uh, a male uh, gender. The procedure is done with plastic surgeons and urologists. The urologists manipulate the tissues in the surrounding area to lengthen the urethra. A new scrotum is created and uh, some of the anatomical parts of uh, the female anatomy are removed. The plastic surgeons are in charge of creating a new tissue that will ultimately meet the lengthened urethra and the additional tissue that's been moved to... Uh, the neophallus. Neophallus. We typically utilize tissue from elsewhere for example, the forearm or the thigh is used. The plastic surgeons are also responsible for uh, providing sensation by doing the nerve coaptation so that the new phallus will have sensation. I can't and also take anymore. <laughs> I assume that's so, not um, aimed at children. Um, yeah. No, I can't take it. I, I can't. I can't. I can't deal. I can't deal with it. I just can't. It's. It, it's. 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 I don't know. It's it's something so bizarre. People should understand. I know you went to school in Boston over there, Boston University's theology. Yeah, you should understand. You I should you should the, try to, to take the time to University understand. Cambridge. They're just calling something you Boston don't understand Children's bizarre. Hospital. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's one of the most respected and revered hospital for children, not just in this country. Yes, you dumb shit. Is that correct, Joe Allen? Yes. Up until last week, uh, you know, I think. A lot of no, 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 no. Still, still. The fact that uh, the Boston Children's Hospital has a center for gender surgery, and we're asking why would a place that specializes in child care be offering any sort of gender transitioning therapy, right? Or, uh, you know, in air quotes, uh, gender affirming care is because it's health care that is needed, sir. You just said you just said they have an impeccable reputation. So maybe they know what they're talking about and some dumb fuck that's talking to Steve Bannon on Rumble and Bitshoot actually doesn't. Is what they call it. Uh, and I think in the wake of these videos being released and publicized by people like Libs of TikTok or uh, Chris... Not, not to knock anybody that's broadcasting on, on Rumble or BitChute. Rightfully so. Subscribe so to me on Rumble and BitChute. Tremendous pressure. Emails, phone calls. I'm surprised there are... Gritty! Welcome! Good evening! And Love your face. You know, when you have something like hormone therapy, it's horrific enough. But when it was, rec when it was realized... That they're offering... Anybody that may be showing up, let me go ahead, give you the content warning. We just talked about the bomb threat that Boston Children's Hospital received last night. I was explaining where these threats came from, and it was from right-wing media. Dude listed everybody that was guilty, lived of TikTok, Matt Walsh, Christopher Rufo, and specifically you fucks. You, you, you have blood on your hand. Uh, vaginoplasties, phalloplasties, it really gets to the heart of what this is. I mean, this is 
surgically facilitated mutilation. And how many stars is that? If we take Bob eight Hilton, stars, why are there eight stars on that flag? Eighteen on up. But again, this being a part of the Children's Hospital indicates that they intend for that to be some part of the, the progression of care for young children going into adulthood to undergo these sorts of things, which as, as anybody who's looked into this knows, almost invariably ends in some sort of complication. Well, I mean, to be fair, I give less than zero fucks about Christianity. That uh, people who don't receive these treatments. That's, that's not a, there's not a, you know, there's not a slide on anybody. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It is performative. The one difference him. Uh, is really, aside from the mutilation itself, is that when you have a medical facility offering these sorts of things, they stand to profit. The only people that have seen Matt Walsh's movie are people that paid for it. It's behind a paywall. Structure that goes on top, right? You have, I mean, like, I could, like, I'm, I've seen enough of it. I've seen enough of it, right? But, like, I could, I could get it for, like, through illegal means. I wouldn't. I would not pay for a Daily Wire subscription to watch that movie. And like, only people that actually care about Matt Walsh know that Matt Walsh or that movie exists. So there's not like a, there's not like a barrage to take them down. Now I know he says that uh, he got a cyber attack or a, a, a DOS attack or whatever. No, no, the Daily Wire just has shitty servers. And when they debuted that movie, they spent a shit ton of money advertising it. And the amount of people that they had crashed the servers. That's all that happened. That's all that happened. There was no there was no denial of service attack. Right wingers are morons. All right, police have released body camera footage in Ohio. Oof, this one's going to be tough to watch. I'm going to hit the content warning again. It happened in Columbus, Ohio. Columbus Division of Police and city officials released additional information and provided body camera footage Tuesday afternoon from the fatal police shooting more than 12 hours earlier of 20-year-old Donovan Lewis. They also released information on two other recent police shootings. All three police shootings occurred in the last eight days. What is going on in Columbus? Because the dude that was... uh, They accused of having fired a gun out of his car that ran. They shot him in the back that wasn't armed. Didn't that happen in Columbus? Tones, good evening. Welcome. Oh, man, you... You you missed the fun earlier. Warlord on his birthday had to redeem the the hang-up on chatter. Columbus, the only time I've been to Columbus is I went to the, what, the Kosai Museum. Like the, uh, the, like the engineering museum and it was super fucking cool. Also, yeah, Mox, the, the economy, the, the teachers there are striking. A lot's going on in Columbus. A lot's going on in Columbus. 
So this is body camera footage released of a shooting from, what did they say, 48 hours earlier? A Monday night or something? Hold on, I have it uh, muted. Columbus Police, if you're inside, make yourself known, do it now. I am not high enough for this shit. We're going to send the K-9 in in a second. Also, please stop using puppies in law enforcement. I am passionate about that that issue. I I don't know what is going. Should we read what what they were called for? He had outstanding warrants for several charges. Why were you called to the scene? Why were you called to the scene? I don't, I don't, I don't see the, I don't see what led up to this. There is clearly a, a ruckus going on in this apartment. It's not going to bite you. One, five, eight, 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 Come out now! Hands, hands! Yeah, there's somebody back there. That dog's gonna bite you if you don't come out. That poor puppy, don't use that puppy that way. Yeah. He seems so sweet. I'll move up. Okay, I'm waiting. God, I hate this. Yeah, the the dog doesn't want to be an asshole. Door shot. Door shot. Once again, content warning, we might be getting to some, some hairy shit. We're going to send that dog in. Oh, Sky Comet, or uh, uh, McGritty. Um, the PA, several members of the Pennsylvania GOP have endorsed uh, Josh Shapiro for governor in Pennsylvania. Fetterman running in the Senate race, stomping Dr. Oz at this moment. Oh. Oh, this shooting is hard. Once again, content warning. Shit's going down like right now when I hit play. Oh yeah, sorry, but it's easy to get confused. I do it all the time. We're gonna send that dog in. He was just laying in bed. He did show his hands. My God. Hands, hands, hands. Hands, hands, hands. Hands. Let me see. 
him, dude. How are you going to demand that he crawl out? You shot him, and he did exactly what you, you told him to do. Yeah, not even a second after opening the door. No, no. We're going to send that dog in. And like the, the dude that shot him wasn't even paying attention. The dude that shot him wasn't even paying attention. He he had the dog in his other hand. We're gonna send that dog in. Hands. Come in. Oh. 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 That's cover your ass. That is what cops do. There was nothing in his hands. He complied. He did what you asked of him. Now, I don't know why, with all the ruckus that was going on, he did not come out of that door. I'm, I'm, I'm unsure. Was he asleep in the bed? I don't know. I don't know how you could be asleep in the bed. But they they said, show me your hands. He showed his hands. Chicken shit cowards. That's exactly what we saw here. In less than a second, the video shows Anderson reaching into the door, opening and fires a gunshot at Lewis. Remember, this is the cop that was holding on to the dog. Wasn't even paying attention to what he was doing. Uh, Lewis, who appears to have raised his head from lying on his left side on the bed and is leaning on his left arm when he is hit in the abdomen and he goes face down on the bed. An officer yells hands repeatedly for several seconds before telling Lewis to crawl out here twice. But the wounded Lewis remains on the bed. More than 20 seconds later, an uh, an officer says, I'm going in, cover me. Two officers go in and begin to tell Lewis at least twice to put his hands behind his back. One officer says, I need cuffs. I'm out of cuffs. An officer picks up Lewis's right arm and begins to fold it uh, back to handcuff him. And Lewis lets out an audible moan as one of the officers says, put your hands behind your back now. A few moments later, an officer says, stop resisting. Also, also, stop resisting as they cover your ass. Other video shows the wounded Lewis being carried out of the apartment with his hands cuffed behind his back. After Lewis was carried from the apartment, he was rendered medical aid by officers applying what appears to be a trauma bandage and performing CPR. Lewis was taken to Ohio Health Grant Medical Center, where he died at 3.19 a.m. on Tuesday. Bryant said it appeared Lewis had a vape pen or electronic cigarette in his hand before Anderson shot him. The device can be seen on the bed as officers handcuff Lewis. The shooting early Tuesday was the third police shooting in the past eight days and the first to end in a fatality. One other suspect was wounded and no one was hit in the third shooting. Columbus Mayor Andrew J. Ginther Department of Public Safety Director Robert Clark, Columbus Police Chief Elaine Bryant, and City Council President Shannon Harden attended a press conference. Transparency, accountability, cooperations. Those are our bedrock values. BS. I'm sorry, I didn't didn't, uh, catch the ad. 
My apologies, Twitch viewers. I did not catch the ads. I have no clue what's going on with you guys over there on YouTube. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried. I tried to uh, go over to YouTube and its streaming layout and hit uh, commercial break to do it the way I do with Twitch, and it doesn't work that way. So I'm sorry. If you want to read the rest of the story, uh, I'm going to link it in the chat. Follow up. Let's do a little weather before we get out of here. We're going to cover the weather. Uh, Historic heat wave. Oh, it's a record-shattering heat wave sweeps over the West Coast. I got the volume down somehow. There you go. We are going to see some of our hottest temperatures so far this year out west, especially across California, where we do have heat warnings posted, and the heat is going to stick around through at least next Tuesday. Take a look at some of these numbers. Tones, it's weird that YouTube is pushing short so much because, like, I do TikTok content and I have no clue how, like, I've tried uploading it as a short and it doesn't work. I like, like, there's no, like, this is a short. This needs to be in the different format and it doesn't do it. I, man, I found a woman on TikTok last night. Oh, we never watched that Jamie Foxx thing. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But I found this woman on TikTok last night. Yeah, we're just going off the rails now. Who cares? (laughs) And she was was awesome. She was watching, like, white people cook and was mocking them. (laughs) And I just, I died laughing. I was like, yes, ma'am, you get a follow. I don't follow people. I don't follow that many people on TikTok because it's just like I'm not on there that much. But like that was the first thing that was recommended to me, and I'm like, okay, TikTok, if you're trying to win me over, get me get me over here. Like I'm totally. That's the kind of content that will get me over here. <laughs> How you feeling? How are you feeling after your vasectomy? Congratulations. You you will now be free to uh, live in. You live in sexual anarchy. Yeah yeah yeah. I, 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 I fucked it up. Do follow David Doyle if you're not following David. I'm I'm skipping over Doyle's section. All the juice, none of the seeds. Recovering and coming, so like, are you good? Like, like I'm told, like it's not a big deal. Like the next day, you're pretty, you're pretty well back to normal. Like, do you, do you, do you feel like like you're down in any way? But like, I'm, like I'm skipping the David Doyle part. But like, Doyle is cool. If you're not following him, like totally follow David Doyle. I watch David Doyle videos. I I used to watch Kyle Kalinsky, but I don't much anymore. Like. Kyle, Kyle, uh, Kyle staked out a different, uh, space in the political spectrum. Tidy Whitey's in an ice pack. Didn't even give you like some, yeah, uh, Vicodin 5 or some shit like that. 
Give you five fives. I want to hear this. I want to hear this Jamie Fox Trump impression. Spread this joy to you because you have to see how amazing this impression is. It's a lot of great people on both sides. Lots of great people on both sides. I know Harry O. He's a great person. He couldn't vote for me at the time. Now he can vote for me once he gets out. I love Snoop Dogg, Double G. Great person. So do you love Death Row Records? I love people Death Row. I love Death. Excuse me. Excuse me. Damn. Fake news. I love Death Row. <laughs> What's your favorite death row record, uh, Mr. Trump? Joey, um, good evening. I don't get death row records. Don't try to pin me down. I see what he just... Excuse me. Fake news. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. They tried to give me the virus. <laughs> I beat the virus. They tried to, they, they try to give me the virus. Like, who is they? And the motherfucker said, I beat the virus. They were like, fuck yeah. <laughs> He's beating. <laughs> you know what, Tones? I'll look at your penis stitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, wouldn't wa- I wouldn't watch him do it, though. No, I won't look at your penis stitch. I'm the medical shit. Like, really weirds me out. I'd have no problem looking at your penis. Medical shit weirds me out. I won't look at your penis stitch. I'm sorry. I thought about it for a second. Come on, man. I, you know, like that fucking spot on. And I was, I was going to go with the dude that did the, uh, what was the president show on Comedy Central? Like, he was really good at doing Trump. But damn, Jamie Foxx really nailed it. Man, he's so talented. No, please don't don't show me don't show me your penis stitch. I see your penis stitch. <laughs> okay, Heat Wave sweeps the the West Coast. Regular temperatures. Time now for a first check. Do check in on Media Winch and Producer Dave. Make sure that they are properly hydrated. The weather for that, we say good morning to Dylan, who's in for Al this morning. Good morning, guys. You know, it's funny. We're talking about the end of summer, but we are going to see some of our hottest temperatures so far this year out west, especially across California, where we do have heat warnings posted. And the heat is going to stick around through at least next Tuesday. Take a look at some of these numbers. Sacramento, 110 on Saturday, 112 on Sunday, 111 on Monday. Redding, California, same thing. Fresno 108 for several days. Death Valley 125 degrees would make it the hottest temperature in September ever on <laughs> Earth. The warmest temperature ever is 134 degrees in Death Valley. So this is going. Yeah, to I've never seen a, a temperature Even chart be that like pink. 101. They only hit 100 degrees every couple of years. So that is going to be well above average. In fact, we're looking to break records in all of these cities with the record shattering. Record shattering heat. Now, this is developing most of the country, but specifically, specifically the West. Here. So several cities across the West are likely to see those record-breaking temperatures all through the weekend. On the flip side of that, up through uh, the Chicago area, it looks like we'll cool things off by Saturday with a high of 81. Even Boston looks beautiful for Friday with a high of Oh, I'm sorry. Boston's going to be nice. Up there... <laughs> Up there, up there in the northeast, they're gonna they're gonna be nice and uh, cool. Seventy-seven. An Iranian oh, ship tried and failed this week to capture. No, no, we're gonna keep talking about weather. I go, I got weather stories for tonight. That don't happen that often. No named hurricanes in the U.S. this August. How rare is that? 
the hurricane season in the U.S. has been very quiet so far this year. Now, they are monitoring like four storms that are brewing. There were three storms that were given names early uh, in the season, but there hasn't been a named storm since July 3rd. This will make uh, the first time since 1997 that there has not been a named storm in the Atlantic Basin in the month of August. It's also happened in 1961. A quiet start to the season does not mean the season will stay quiet. The year of 1997 only had seven named storms in total, and none were very significant. Meanwhile, 1961 was very active in September and October. As of Tuesday, there are some weak waves developing in the Atlantic. There might be some uh, more activity in the tropics in the next couple of weeks. I, uh, I for one, am uh, ecstatic at the possibility that maybe uh, Puerto Rico and the Gulf doesn't get slammed by a hurricane this year. It seems to happen every year, kind of like clockwork now. In the southern tip of Florida. We are seeing a rare triple dip La Nina. A rare triple dip La Nina. Voodoo, I'm just, I'm, I'm your, I'm your Twitch news guy. I'm just telling you what's going on in the news and I want to highlight different things. And uh, every now and again, we want to talk about the weather. Sometimes I, I, I tie it into climate change stories. Not, it's just weather. I felt, I felt these were interesting stories and I wanted to talk about them. The UN Weather Agency predicts a rare triple-dip La Nina in 2022. La Nina's cooling effect on the planet did not stop 2021 from being one of the seven hottest years on record. The United Nations Weather Agency predicts the phenomenon known as La Nina uh, is poised to last through the end of the year. A mysterious triple-dip the first this century caused by three straight years of its effect on climate patterns such as drought and flooding worldwide. Poor Pakistan, they're now up to over uh, 1,200 people dead. Just that country is ravaged. The World Meteorological Organization on Wednesday said La Nina conditions, which involve a large-scale cooling of ocean surface temperatures, have strengthened in the eastern and central uh, equatorial equatorial. You know, I've, I've never seen, you know, clearly uh, talking about around the equator. Equatorial. Equatorial. I said it correctly. Cool. Wanted to, wanted to be sure. That's how we learn here on this stream. Are you still with us, non-smoker? The World Meteorological Organization on Wednesday said La Nina conditions, which involve a large-scale cooling of ocean surface temperatures, have strengthened in the eastern and central equatorial did I say it right? Now I forgot how it's supposed to... Equatorial? Yes, Equatorial Pacific with an increase in trade winds recently. <laughs> oh, a natural and cyclical cooling of parts of the Equatorial Pacific. La Nina changes weather patterns worldwide and is usually associated with wetter conditions in some parts of the world and drier conditions in others. So uh, let's let's get a a little. I think it's like a minute. La Nina has returned. It was responsible for some of the most destructive weather over the last eighteen months. But in June, it seemed that the latest episode was over. Clearly, this was just a small lull, and the waters of the Pacific have shifted once more. 
La Nina is the name given to the cooling of the surface water of the Pacific Ocean, showing up in blue and purple here on this NASA image. It's something that happens naturally every few years. The drop in temperature is tiny, just a couple of degrees, but the disruption to the weather around the world is huge. The previous La Nina resulted in devastating floods in Australia. Yeah, Joey, who cares about Texas? Fuck Texas. Flooding in Colombia, which President Juan I'm Manuel sorry, Santos I'm sorry, voodoo, I'm sorry. Texas is probably pretty cool. If you're in Texas, that makes it that makes it at least a little bit cooler. First natural disaster. La Nina delivered the brutal winter to northern Asia, which included the storm that smothered parts of South Korea with 80 centimeters of snow and was one of the reasons that the rains failed Shoot. across the Horn of Africa. Texas is not cool. The conditions have returned. We can I've driven through it. The same. For the Horn of Africa, this will be particularly devastating. The next set of rains were expected in November, but with the return of La Nina, it's likely that these rains will also fail. Oh, wow. So far, 12 million people are in danger of starvation there. If November doesn't bring decent and heavy rain, this number can only increase. Fuck. I mean, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be. I don't want to be like a super downer. Let me give you good shit. Let me give you. Let me give you pities. This is a pity fostering some babies. This isn't. This isn't. This pities babies. This pity is taking care of these babies. So here you go. Man, that's not looking too bad, RB. I mean, 91, 90, but like it's, I mean, it's still summertime. There is the time, not too bad. Look at those babies. Oh God, it looked like he was chewing on a diseased penis. <laughs> I know it was a chew toy, but it looked like it was just like dude had a diseased penis in his lap. <laughs> you live in sexual anarchy. That's what happens when you live in sexual anarchy. You get a diseased penis in your lap. Who are we gonna raid? Let me go find. Let me go find out who's on. Echo is it Wednesday night? What is, oh, it should be Intellectual Dollar Tree. Did you really send me your penis? <laughs> oh, Toads, Toads, great. Yes, yes, it's Wednesday night. It's time for the Intellectual Dollar Tree. <laughs> yeah, pities are so sweet. All right, if you're watching on Twitch, we're gonna head over to Echoplex Media. Producer Dave and HK. I assume HK is there. Yes, HK is there. Producer Dave and HK. Oh, God. Oh, God. I see Andy. No. It's already it's already starting off bad. Producer Dave and HK are going to take real good care of you. I thought until I saw Andy. <laughs> Go ahead. Light one up. Tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin, and we'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.